Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Game six. Ref calls the whistle too soon. We would have had a goal. Possibly could have won the Santa Cup that year, but anyway. Not going to talk about it. If there's a center of the country music universe, it's Lower Broadway in Nashville. That's where you'll find all the crowded bars just a few doors down from the legendary Ryman Auditorium, longtime home of the Grand Old Opry. But when it's hockey night, the place to be is Bridgestone Arena, home of the Nashville Predators just across the city's main drag. Preds fan Dirk Bentley, who brings hockey equipment on tour with him, is one of Nashville's biggest stars with 18 number one country hits and more than a dozen Grammy nominations. He's also one of Smashville's biggest stars. One of those hits serves as the team's power play theme, 5150 Bridgestone Going Loco. I'm LaChina Robinson. Those sweet, funky sounds you hear are the Budos Band. And this is Huge Fan, the podcast where stars talk sports. Now, Please welcome Dirk Bentley, Nashville Predators, huge fan. Hello and welcome to Huge Fan. Today we are talking to Predators super fan Dirk Bentley. Dirk, thank you so much for joining us. First, we want to take it back to Phoenix, uh, where you were born, and how did you get turned on to hockey to begin with? Great question. You know, Phoenix and uh, Nashville are not two of the bigger, um, definitely not a part of the original six teams. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in Phoenix, I used to go watch the the Roadrunners play. Great team uh, that used to play at the Coliseum down there. Just fun to watch those guys, but I never, you know, I skated a little bit. It was so hot, and my mom would take us to the rink to Escape. I never really got into hockey until I moved to Nashville and went to my first Predators game, which had been, I think, 1998 was the first season. And, uh, you know, when he first came, we were all trying to figure out. I knew what hockey was, but a lot of people were, you know, they'd, they'd hand out these headsets to wear that you'd put on. They'd explain to you what, you know, what icing was, what, why the blue line was there. Kind of like the NASCAR kind of way. So, but Southern fans could kind of relate to it. And um, it just took off. And I remember watching it. One of the games with a friend of mine, he said, hey, you know, you can actually play this if you want. There's a men's league you could join. And I did. I borrowed some of his gear and started playing in a men's league. The current team's called the Nashville Ice Holes. And uh, it just, I just fell in love with the sport and uh, fell in love with the Predators. And it's been such a great addition to, to our city. 
Now, you mentioned, you know, coming to Nashville and how big of a part that obviously played. But you spent a year at the University of Vermont. Yes. Did you dive into hockey at all there? When I was at the UVM, you know, the University of Vermont is a great hockey team. I mean, that's kind of like the, the main sport there far and away to go watch so fun and my next door neighbor was tim thomas one of the you know now retired goalie one of the one of the great goalies in, in the nhl so you know i'd hear stories from him about just the you know rookie initiation stuff he was going through and uh loved watching those games just uh but yeah uvm definitely had a, had a role in that great great hockey school so when you take yourself back to to nashville and maybe that first invite to a predators game like what drew you in as an actual fan you know just like a live country show just the energy in the room bringing the crowd and making the crowd feel like one and when you walk out of a show you feel like you've been through something you know a complete stranger you might high five them because you feel like you've been through this great experience together and i feel like that's what a, a predators game's like you know i've heard the nhl say that um executives say that we have the loudest arena and we also have the most collegiate vibe as far as just the chance and the cheers it's so much fun you just made that connection between music and and sport, right? With um, yeah. you know, not only your music, but also thinking about just the music scene in general in, in Nashville, and then the connection to the Predators. You both begin around the same time in the '90s, right? Yeah. Uh, do yeah. you find any parallels in your journey? Oh, sure. I mean, gosh, it's so fun. You struggled a lot of struggling in the beginning. You know, a lot of the hard times for the Predators, since really during certain you know the recession and whatnot of 2008. I had a lot of friends that uh, were out there buying extra tickets just to keep you know the team going, and uh, so a lot of support from the community and you know the ups and downs that go with uh, any team, certainly go with any artist, and uh, and how exciting it is when things are going well, you know, and your career is on fire and you got hit single after hit single. It's like being in the playoffs, and playoff hockey is what brings in new fans. The great thing about Nashville is just we have so many artists that love hockey, so you go to these games as a fan and you're seeing there's Luke Bryan up there in that booth and. Of course, Carrie Underwood, who married to Mike Fisher, you know, obviously has that connection between the entertainment world and the and the sporting world, you know, maybe more so than even L.A. You've mentioned some of the sights and sounds of being at a Predators game, but what do you remember about your first game at Bridgestone Arena? Oh, man, my first game, it would have been up in the 300 section. Of all the arenas in, in the NHL, I mean, ours is right in the middle of this iconic downtown section. Any, ask any player, they're their favorite, you know, place to play on the road. And most of them are going to mention Nashville because you walk out the back door and you're in, you know, Honky Tonk Central with 300 different musicians playing in, in bars across uh, six blocks. But uh, hockey really has just taken over my whole family. My I play it. My son, Knox, who's six. I really quit playing because I was spending so much time with my son, Knox, at the rink, you know, four or five days a week with him down there. They kind of chewed into the beer league time that I used to have. But between Knox and the Predators, not much time for any other sports in our family. So... Uh, for him and I, my daughters do other sports. Yeah, so you've often played at Predators practice games with your son, Knox. How does uh, his hockey love compare to yours? <laughs> well, my kids used to think I played for the Predators because when the All-Star game was there in 2016, James Neal asked me to come out there and do a thing with him where I jumped on the ice in my jeans and he passed, passed the puck back and forth and uh, Pekka flew out of the way and let me let me score. But, um, but they, they sent me this huge... Uh, poster board that had like you know Shea Weber and me and James and a couple and Pekka and Rename and I hung it in my my son's room when he's a kid and so for he just always assumed that I was like a country singer but also you know I played for the Nashville Predators which 
I didn't correct him on. I'm a bad dad, but um, well, your kids weren't fall far from the truth. As you did not play for the Predators, but you mentioned the Nashville Ice Holes. Yes, um, has that playing experience given you a greater appreciation for Predators players? You know what the game is like and, and how good you really have to be at that level. Oh my gosh, it's just I. You see these guys take you know slap shots and dive in front of the puck. I mean, uh, you know, one of those shots would take me out for the. Re- I'd be talking about that for the rest of my life. These guys just get right back up again and go. And the injuries are it's tough, especially in the playoffs. I mean, it's like a kind of our current day gladiators out there. I mean, they got their sticks for swords and and the hits and it's just it, by the end when the guys make it to the you know to the final round of, of the Stanley Stanley Cup, it's been through war. Now, what type of player are you? I know you bring your hockey gear with you on tour, but give me a little scout uh, of Dirks Bentley. Is there anyone you model your game after? I'm the guy that tries to, I'm not going to hit the, the huge slap shot and I'm not going to be, uh, you know, redirecting pucks in front of the net. So I just try to hustle. I just try to be a grinder, get out there and try to dig the pucks out of the corner and, and hustle the hard as I can, get back uh, up and down. And all the guys I'm, I'm friends with, like Sheldon Sore, who used to play for, the Oilers and Shea Weber and, of course, all the Predators. I know a lot of the Predator guys. It's just through sheer uh, sheer energy and passion. And speaking of that, who are some of your favorite players from when you became a Predators fan? And tell us a little bit about them. Oh, uh, yeah. I've just made friends over the years, guys. You know, David Leguan, who I think lives up in Detroit now. Whenever I'm playing up there, he'll come out to some shows. Um, uh, like I said, Sheldon Surrey is a good buddy. I just saw him up in Idaho. I actually met Wayne Gretzky up there, too, which is pretty awesome. He was a they were hanging out, and I got a chance to to talk to the goat for a little bit, which is pretty awesome. He could have been could not have been nicer, and had great things to say about Nashville and the the program, uh, the Predators. You know, some of, some of the Dallas Stars, Bean, and I've not met him before down in Nashville. Uh, like I said, well, I moved to Nashville '94. They came in '98, so I've been there through the whole process, and to see them get to where they got to play against the Penguins in 2018, we'll call that Whistlegate, where the ref blew the whistle too soon. Not going to get into it because it's still a very personal feeling. But Game Six. You know, oh. what ref calls the whistle too soon. We would have had a goal. Possibly could have won the Santa Cup that year. But anyway, yeah. not going to talk about it. But there's a great photo of uh, there's a great photo of uh, Sid holding up a, a whistle instead of the uh, the um, Stanley Cup. But let's not talk about that. Boy, how officials get in the way, right? I mean, oh my gosh, geez, especially in a moment like that, heartbreaker. Not what you don't want to be the memory, right? As an official, that is right. You don't want to make yourself the story. And certainly he did. Uh, tell me about your bet with goalie Matt Murray and how it played out. Yeah, so Matt, he was playing for the Penguins uh, at that point. We were in that playoff series, and uh, you know, before our show, we always have we always say a little chant or something, and and kind of get you get fired up like every every band does. And I I was doing one day. I decided to, to our pre-show huddle would be to do our Predators chant that we do as a fans when we score a goal against the other team, which is whatever the goalie's name is, uh, along with the words, you suck. And it's a great little chant. And I did it and put it up on Instagram. And uh, this is, you're in the middle of the playoffs, and, you know, it's, it's intense, and you're all in. And it didn't get received very well by the, uh, by the Penguins, and uh, who have a very hardcore fan base up there in Pittsburgh. I mean, you know, you're in the heat of summer. I just hadn't looked that far down the schedule. And then now we're playing the Penguins in the Stanley Cup. I have a show in, in Pittsburgh in, like, three weeks. I just posted this thing kind of busting on on Murray. So we lost and I came out on stage wearing a, a Matt Murray jersey that he'd signed for me with something very funny on it. I you know, won the crowd back over in the top song. It probably helped that they won the the Stanley Cup that year too. Learned a couple lessons on that one. Want to make mom's day? 
Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This is game day. Do you have any game time superstitions like things that, you know, when it's time to go, Dirks Bentley needs these things uh, to happen. Uh, it has to wear the, this shirt. I had a Philip Forsberg shirt. Who's also, I mean, the guy's so good. It's unbelievable. My wife had a, we had matching Philip Forsberg t-shirts that we wore, but uh, I had to retire that one. Yeah, th- th- when the playoffs end and that shirt you're wearing didn't work, then you gotta, gotta, Move over to another one. What is your proudest moment as a Predators fan? I think just watching the kids, my kids, uh, who I've taken from day one. I was just telling someone the other day, like I'd usually take a kid until, you know, they peed my lap, and then I'd say, "Guys, I gotta go. <laughs> it's time to go." That was a signal that uh, they'd stay too long. But uh, just seeing the kids, uh, you know, watch the sport and get into it, and, and really seeing hockey through their eyes. You know, it's not just, this, you know, what's great about going to a hockey game, it's not just the game, right? It's everything that happens between the whistles. Nashville's had one of the, the best pregame show uh, of anybody. I mean, there's so much energy and so much money and time put into creating the atmosphere and the sound system and, uh, of course, all the different singers doing the national anthem, country singers. I've had a chance to sell out that arena a few times as a, as a singer. You know, go back to a game and realize, man, we were just here. I went back to a game one time. We just played the arena like, three days earlier for a sold out crowd. And now I'm back there watching hockey in that same building. Now, if you sell, if you sell at Bridgestone, they put your picture on one of the pillars in the, uh, in the building. So it's an honor to be in there. And uh, that was a big deal for me because it's my hometown arena now, you know, but that in Arizona to, to play both those arenas and where these great hockey teams play, it's pretty special. Love it. And in that intersection with uh, sport and music that we've kind of talked about along the way, what makes a good power play song? And how did you know that 5150, uh, which I, I enjoyed all the background about police and the criminally <laughs> insane, I thought it was fantastic. Um, but how did you know that that was the perfect Predators uh, power play song in your catalog? I didn't know that. You know, it kind of got chosen. Someone asked me if I'd be interested in, in having that song played during the, um, during the power play. And we shot a, a really fun video with, uh, with, with Nash, our mascot. So that's a good one they use. They also use... Uh, all I do is win, 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 no matter what, which is also a great song to have during a power play. You know, the camera goes around the room, picks people out to put on the big screen. When, I, when we get up there, my kids see themselves on the screen up there. 
that's always a, a cool moment that ever happens. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. All I do is win is a go-to. Go-to. No matter what sport, nope. what level. Definitely gets you feeling confident. Yes. Get everyone hyped up. Absolutely. Uh, what inspired you to open Dirk's Bentley Whiskey Row, Smashville at the Bridgestone Arena? Yeah. It's so cool to look around the arena and see that our we have a restaurant. We have a couple of these Whiskey Row uh, bar restaurants, most in Arizona, one in Nashville now. Hopefully doing one out in Colorado. Not something I, I do for for money or financial reasons. It's just cool to have your name and your, the name of the bar, Whiskey Row, to have it in the inside the arena, um, which we consider to be the biggest honky tonk on Lower Broadway, Bridgestone Arena. Love it. I'm a whiskey girl. Oh, there so you I go. was definitely a fan of that. <laughs> I'm happy to see. Yeah. It. Um, what is your favorite game time chant at Bridgestone? It's just little things that people do that when you first come, you don't know. Like, what is that one? Like, you know. When our announcer Paul tells us that there's one minute left, you know, one minute left of the period, the whole room will say, "Thanks, Paul." You know, that's just little subtle things like that are kind of fun. But certainly, um, when we score a goal, there's this one section called the um, the cell block 300. It's the top kind of, I guess you call it the top northeast corner of the arena. And the rumor is that when the Predators, you know, first started selling tickets in 1998. They really discounted a lot of this tickets to a certain section up there, and they really wanted those people to take ownership of the team, ownership of the building, and ownership of just of uh, these chants. And they they really are responsible for uh, you know the fans are responsible you know took ownership and are responsible for a lot of our chants. And so the team score we score, and there's this one guy up there that you look up there and you're waiting for to see him pick the right moment to start the chant. You don't want to start the chant at the wrong time, like going into commercial or. You know, their team scores. You got to wait till there's like just the right space and, you know, quietness in the room. He stands up and he gets the thing going. You can't hear it at first, but then it gets louder and it all comes in uh, for the the opposing goalie chance. So that's definitely my favorite one, the one I, I used on Matt Murray. So that's pretty special. Love it. Um, describe the energy in Nashville when the Predators made their first appearance in, in the Stanley Cup Finals in 2017. Oh, it was unbelievable. I mean, I was with... Luke Bryan and Vince Gill doing a thing for TV. We were downtown in front of the arena on Lower Broadway. That's the entertainment section of Nashville, and it's it's unbelievable. So fun, and eighty thousand fans just packed in there. I mean, just shoulder to shoulder, the whole thing. Everyone's wearing gold. And I was with Vince, talking to Vince Gill, and I was like, "Man, I used to play these bars down here in like the mid '90s. There was nobody down here." And he's like, "I used to play these bars in the mid '70s." And you didn't want to be down here. You get shot. So just to see the, the crowd take over Lower Broadway and, and you know, people, you know, sledgehammer, smashing cars, you know, the radio stations had that thing going where you're smashing a car and then was at their face painted. And just the, the way it brings, you know, a big city like Nashville brings everyone together in this one thing. It's energy. It's undescribable energy. That first year, it's just all joy and excitement. And I can't believe we're going this far in the playoffs where the next year it's like, you know, biting your nails a bit more and understanding how hard it is to get, to get past each round. The Predators have grown from lovable underdogs to a talented team with heavy expectations. What do you think needs to happen to bring the Cup to Nashville soon? It's just so hard to go deep in the playoffs. I mean, just to get into the playoffs is tough. And then once you get in there, it really is anybody's, you know, it can be anybody. You know, it's so unpredictable. It just You really got to hit it, go into the playoffs with the right energy and the right health and the right just – momentum it's just so many different factors it's like getting a number one song you know you can have a hit song that you is crushing on the charts but to get a number one hit number one song on the country charts is more than just being a great song it has to do with just timing and and the stars just have to line up for that to happen 
Yeah, I don't think people really understand how small the margin for error really is. Like, if you are trying to win a championship, like you said, it can be a key injury. Anything. I want to touch on music just really quickly. Um, your last video, your single "Living." Yeah. Um, co-stars your son Knox, who is adorable. I mean, between him hitting on the woman at the ice cream parlor to <laughs> even his dance moves, which he's a pretty good dancer. Yeah. I, I was I was very impressed. Uh, but what moments inspired that song? Well, I wrote that song out here in, in Colorado. Everyone has a place they like to go to get, to recharge their batteries. And uh, I'm very, just being from Arizona, I think I'm very sunshine uh, dependent. Blue skies, I just need them, I need them in my life. And uh, I just got out, of, got out of Nashville and got out here. Just, you know, just so much appreciation for just the little details in nature and, and uh, my life. And, and the original idea that I had in my phone for that song, though, came from being on the road. And uh, looking out at fans and kind of being jealous of my fans, you know, they, have, they do so much living. They come out to our shows and they're not just alive, they're living. And, they, and then they go home and they, they're with their families or friends the next day. And I'm still riding the bus. I guess I was having a little bit of woe is me there for some reason. But uh, one of the guys in our band one day came back on the bus and he'd been to Walgreens. And we were just like, whoa, man, you like went out in the world and you did something today. Instead of just like sitting on the bus like we do all day long, you know, just doing nothing, doing no living. And I got this idea for there's a difference between between being alive and actually living. It's not the same thing, right? A lot of times on the road we don't we're not a lot we're not living until the fans show up. The rest of the day we're just trying to trying to get by, just barely alive. So that that was the idea. I came out here, really felt those lyrics and I wrote that song and I'm just a song of gratitude and and a reminder to myself to when the opportunity does present itself to go out and try to do as much living as possible. Wanna make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome to Crunch Time. All right, so now we are moving on to our Crunch Time one-word answers. Okay. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Crunch Time. Here we go, Lachana. Okay. Favorite Predators goal? Slap shot from Jordan 2-2. All right. Most prized Predators memorabilia? An autographed guitar from... Pecorine. Best hockey movie. Oh, Miracle. The story of the uh, 1980 uh, Olympic team beating Russia. Can't win the Stanley Cup without what? 
seventh man. Got to have the fans. You get to orchestrate one trade for the team. Who would you want on your squad? <laughs> I orchestrate a trade to have myself get chances to put on the skates, put on the pads, put on the jersey, and skate just one shift, be on the ice, and see what it feels like to be out there for a National Predators game. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool. Get out on the ice. I love it. Well, Dirk, thank you so much for your time. This has been a lot of fun. I learned a ton. You can find Huge Fan on Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and share so other huge fans can find us. And don't forget to follow the show or subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. On behalf of the Huge Fan Club, Mark Aflalo, Sarah Bentley, Justin Blasey, Rod Braxton, Bill Crandall, Rick Cutler, Unique DaCosta, Liam Davenport, Jen Derwin, Brian Douglas, Bevel Dunkerley, Jared Fox, Steve Gonzalez, Daniel Hercheck, Josh Horn, Mia Hung, Quinn Keeney, Andy King, Phil Lang, Steve Leeds, Sarah Mendoza, Sajin Morency, Doug Mortman, Natalie Nadimi, Rob Pepitone, Josh Solomon, Mike Spinella, James Sullivan, and Jake Wilson. I'm LaChina Robinson. Until next time, keep rooting your guts out. Go Budos Band! Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.